enjoy treating your customers like a piece of because that's how I felt when I went to the Alamo Draft House. Okay? You know what? I didn't know that I wasn't supposed to text in your little crappy-ass theater. It was too f***ing dark in that place for me to find my seat, all right? I was using my phone as a flashlight to get to my f***ing seat. So excuse me for using my phone in USA, United States of America, where you are free to text in a theater. I was not aware that I couldn't text in your theater, all right? I've texted in all the other theaters in Austin, and no one ever gave a fuck about what me I was doing my fucking phone, all right? And it was on silent. It wasn't on loud. It wasn't bothering anybody. You guys, obviously, were being assholes to me, and I'm sure that's what you do, you know, to rip people off. You take my money, and then you throw me out, you know? I will never be... Coming back to your Alamo draft house or whatever, I'd rather go to a regular theater where people are actually polite. And, it, you know, I'm going to tell everyone about how you are. And I'm pretty sure you guys are being on purpose. So thanks for making me feel like a customer. Thanks for taking my money. Top 20 countdown, Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific. A razor sharp, puzzle, wait your paws, puzzle, when the sun. If I can actually build this at scale and it really does fundamentally teach an entire generation about how credit works before they even have to have access to it, like this feels bigger than me. My name is Evan Leapart, and I am founder and CEO of Kitty Credit. So, what we are at our core is a chore tracking app that teaches kids about credit. I was always an entrepreneur, but I was never building out like a tech platform at scale, so I really didn't know too much about it. The process, it was just really collaborative, right? Like talking to Chris, talking to Renato, they have VC type backgrounds. They know our conversations that we're gonna be having with investors, so they gave insights into design to say like, if you do this, this will make more sense to explain your vision for why you're trying to go from A to B and then from B to C. And it goes from being the cute kitty project to something that, ah, okay, I see what you guys are trying to do now. It was a lot easier with investor conversations. It was a lot easier to gain partners, upcoming clients. 
it's really been a big win for us. For these things, worked for them, and sought a place where they had a better chance of becoming real. For generations, Brockton has welcomed those seeking something better. From those who came in search of opportunity to today's multicultural population that makes us the most diverse community in all of New England. Brockton is a place where homes are more affordable, communities closer, where a strong and talented workforce fuels the success of businesses big and small, and the vision of a more diverse and equitable America is being realized every day. It's where ideas take root, businesses grow, Communities thrive. New beginnings unfold. And the promise of a better life is kept. Brockton, Massachusetts. Where better begins.
We all know what it's like to feel alone. But it just takes one new connection. Wanna get out of here? To empower many. This is unbelievable. It doesn't take a superhero to bring forces together. We all have the power to reach out. Let's go! And help someone feel like they belong. Pretty cool, huh? We are stronger together. This is Diana Marie, and you're watching The Booth, a Sinister One production on Hoobazoo.com. Don't do that again. Just let me go. Listen and understand that Trump American is out there. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And it absolutely will not stop ever until you are dead. Can you stop it? I don't know. With these weapons, I don't know. Can you dig it? It's your boy Sinister One broadcasting live from the City of Champions. You are watching The Booth. I want to thank everybody out there who's in the chat. I see Scarlett Diana out there. I see some people on YouTube hanging out there. Thank you for tuning in. Got a great show coming up tonight. Um, got a lot of stuff to talk about. First thing I do is thank my guests from last week. Clay McKenzie of Rift Comic.com, RiftAnime.com. 
He came on with his Riff comic book, and I want to thank Shaw Consulting for hooking me up with that interview. Also, I got to thank uh, some guests that are going to be coming on pretty soon. First Tuesdays with Ken Diesel, R Squared. That's coming up next month, September already. And as you see, drafting the circuits, we've got Michaela Moore, a pro female motorcycle rider she rides in the royal enfield um she's going to be on drafting the circuits so you want to make sure to check that out on wednesday nights we got a lot of stuff to talk about tomorrow night uh before we get into tonight's show let me get into my sponsors here michael douglas Barreto, mdb electronics if you've got a controller that needs to be fixed you send it out to him 24 hours 48 hours you're back to gaming i actually sent the controller out to him this year this morning <laughs> went out this morning i took some pictures of it he says that he can fix it he thinks he can fix it um he'll give me a price and we'll go from there so mdb electronics and as i said um two weeks ago on my show i was talking about that he now does the um elite two controllers so you want to make sure to check him out. He's got some custom Elite 2 controllers. I'm going to have to probably share some pics here with you guys because the holidays are coming up. And if you got somebody that might like an Elite 2 controller, um, you can grab from MDB Electronics. Also, 494,000 streams available now. Viana Marie, it's personal, plus her entire library of music is on streaming sites everywhere. This is my artist who I manage. Please make sure to check her out on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Music, Pandora, Tidal, Vivo, YouTube, wherever you do your streaming. Look up Viana Marie. It's personal is the latest album. Also, Tactical Target Systems. That's where I get my um, my targets from when I go to the range, the zombie targets. So you make sure to hit them up and grab those zombie targets. If you're going to call, make sure to ask for Don Robinson. That's tacticaltargetsystems.com. Also, I Love Boston Sports. Dot com. If you are in the chat and you leave any type of conversation with us, there's a chance that you may win a T-shirt, courtesy of ILoveBostonSports.com. And Vianna Marie Empowerment Photography with Kimberly Ann. Uh, Vianna Marie is pictured on the left side. Kimberly Ann Empowerment Photography is the name of the business. And let's get into the news booth um, here in uh Situate, a 19-year-old mass driver. She was cited for a violent collision with a tree. The thing is, is that she hit a tree somewhere around 11 p.m. at night on Gardner Street in Situate. Um, it's a 30-mile-an-hour road. If you look at these pictures right here, uh, this young girl, she dodged a serious, 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 a lot of stuff. Um, prior to the accident, she had just dropped off two friends at their homes um if you're looking at this car if you were a passenger in this car you would have probably been dead when she hit this tree number one so she dodged the bullet right there number two the police and officers are saying that she hit this tree and they think she fell asleep now i'm not a scientist i'm not i'm not an investigator but i always thought that if you fall asleep while driving your foot would come off the pedal the gas pedal looking at this picture here people if you're in the chat looking at this picture here to me does not look like she was doing 30 miles an hour i'm sorry i don't know who this girl is um but for them to say that you know she simply fell asleep and hit this tree 
There's no way that this girl was doing 30, 30 miles an hour. Um, God was definitely with her. I hope she goes to church this upcoming Sunday because this car is a mess. They actually had to use the jaws of life to get her out the car. And as I said, if she had draw, if she had those two friends in the car before she hit the tree, those two friends would have been dead. They would have been dead. And this girl would have been looking at possible vehicular homicide charges. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that's that's crazy. Um, but again, you all looked the picture over, drop in the chat. There's no way this girl was doing 30 miles an hour. No way. And if she fell asleep, she fell asleep, and she was speeding when she fell asleep. So, um, again, a tough lesson learned. 19 years old, new driver. That insurance is going to go way up. And parents, 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 you, get, you just got to keep these new drivers. You just got to keep drilling it in their heads, drilling it in their heads, drilling it in their heads. You know, it's better to be safe than be sorry. Uh, Boston residents are trying to grow its LGBTQ nightlife scene um, here in the Boston area. They want to make sure that you are fully aware of where their nightlife scene is and they want you to feel comfortable. I always kind of felt that Boston was already ahead of some of these other major hubs other than California and New York. But I always felt that Boston was still a little bit ahead um, I know even when I was growing up and, you know, I was in my club days and going back and forth to nightclubs, you knew you knew which clubs in Boston were, you know, were the gay clubs and things of that sort, the alternative lifestyle club. So I think Boston has done a very good job with that. So I'm, I'm curious to see what they're going to do to make it more recognizable or more open, um, to be honest, you know, um, if they're trying to boost this LGBTQ nightlife scene. Um, hey, start reaching out to artists who are performing at some of these other places over and over again. Reach out to some artists who would love to expand their brands. We know that the gay population loves to spend money um, and they support hardcore. Look at Lizzo. They they support. So um, it would be nice to be invited out and start doing some shows in these areas. So um, I know Viana Marie wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't mind either. So, again, if these shows and promoters are reaching out, reach out. Reach out to Sinus One, reach out to Viana Marie. Uh, we would love to put the show set together and perform in some of these nightlife scenes that they're really trying to grow um, their establishments. Um, in the legal booth. On this show, I have first Tuesdays and, you know, we go back and forth and we discuss this whole thing about Trump and Trump supporters and... R-squared is, is an attorney. He's a JAG officer. R-squared was also in the military. R-squared knows his law. And early on, when these things started happening and after the insurrection on January 6th, um, R-squared fully believes that these MAGA people are the equivalent of terrorists. Um, he's written articles over at the corridor about this. He's explained things that have gone on. In these groups and things that they're doing in these groups that proves that they should be recognized as a terrorist organization. Um, the government itself, um, the CIA, the FBI have already moved up these white supremacist groups and things of that sort up the list of domestic terrorism. Um, so this is this is a real serious thing. So in this story here, a Texas woman. Her name was Abigail Joe Sheary. Abigail Joe Sheary decided from Texas that she was going to call Judge Tanya Chukatan, 
who is overseeing the uh, the, the President Trump case with the election meddling. You know, the one where he's going to be going to jail and getting his mugshot this week done. This woman thought that she could call this judge, a federal judge, and leave a message threatening to kill anyone, her included, who went after President Trump. Not only did she threaten this judge to kill her, she also made racist comments dropping the N-bomb because the judge that's overseeing the case in Georgia is black. So not only did you make a terroristic threat to a judge, you also created yourself with a charge for a hate crime by dropping that N-bomb. So Osquid has wanted these people to get the books thrown at them. And you have to. You, you gotta. There's no more slap on the wrist, community service for these people. Oh, they messed up. Give them another chance. She automatically claimed when the cops showed up at her door, because they traced the call back, of course, um, her defense was, was that she was drunk and had been drinking. We're done with this. We're done with this. This ain't happening. This ain't happening no more. For some of you people, um, in actions like this, that white privilege stuff that you use, you oh, this was an action, or this was that, it's got to come to an end. You need to be charged. You need to be slapped on the wrist. And here's the reason why, people. It's exactly why people need to have the book thrown at them. People like her. Because we have this case here. John Worrell. I don't know if you guys are familiar. If you remember us talking about Christopher John Worrell. Christopher John Worrell is a guy who is in a militia. He was one of the guys who was macing pepper spraying Capitol Police officers on January 6th. So not only was he part of the insurrection, he assaulted Capitol Police officers with pepper spray. Well, guess what? The judge in this case decided, you know what? We're going to let him out on bail. We're going to release him and let him go home. And he'll have to be back on this date this week for sentencing. Guess what, people? Christopher John Worrell is AWOL. Osquid said this on the show. He said these people should not be allowed bail. They should not be allowed any type of freedom. They should remain in jail until their cases are to be heard or until their sentencing. Osquid said this. He felt, Osquid felt, if these people were to be sentenced, they should be taken into custody and they're held until their sentencing date. Because Osquid feels that these MAGA people are terrorists. So who knows where John Worrell is? The FBI has now got a warrant out for him. They're looking for him. But who knows? We've got these militias all around the country. Who knows if they're hiding him out? Who knows how high up in the hierarchy he is of this MAGA nut group that's out there? Who knows? This is the scary thing about this, people. This guy, John Worrell, 
was supposed to be sentenced for his actions on January 6th for an assault of a police officer, Capitol Police officer. And here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing about all you MAGA hypocrites out there. Y'all were talking about back the police, back the blue, and all this crap, right? And then as soon as John Worrell gets arrested and he's being sent, he's going to be sentenced, the first thing you say is, well, Capitol Police aren't real police. Capitol Police aren't real police. Stop doing that! Stop! Police are police. Cops are cops. Assault on a police officer is assault on the police officer, whether it's a capital police officer, whether it's a military police officer, whether it's a state police officer. The hypocrisy of this MAGA group is insane. And you guys see it. You see it on my page. You've got a, I've got a couple of people that come on my page and they want to try to debate. You use facts. They turn around and deflect, a.k.a. Skip Clay. There's, just like the video said in the beginning of this show, there's no reasoning. They're like the Terminator. They're one focus. John Worrell is now wanted by the FBI. Scary. Scary, scary stuff, these people. Ah. Facebook, Friday is the last day. Get your little thing in, your little claim for the lawsuit. Actually, if you go on your Facebook page and you go into like your inbox, there's a message right from Facebook that you can fill out and get part of $725 million. And here's the thing. <laughs> it's about 700 and something, I don't know, users on Facebook. If everybody was like, like you're probably going to get like, I said with the jerk, one dollar and eight cents. <laughs> I got a check for National Grid. It was seven dollars and eight cents. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go get a DQ Blizzard with that. <laughs> you know what? Wendy's got a brand new double nacho cheeseburger right now. Put that on your list of what you're gonna get with your money from Facebook. <laughs> A whole five dollars, <laughs> while the lawyers get a third of that seven hundred twenty-five million. Isn't that crazy? Crazy. In the entertainment booth. Oh man. Oh man. Y'all, y'all really want to debate this? I, I, look, here's the funny thing. Someone said to me, Keith, why even care? Why even talk about? The Britney Spears stuff, because it creates con it creates conversation, it creates debate, it creates views, analytics, and all that other good stuff on my page when I talk about. It. Because one group of people, and here's the thing with Britney, there's no in between when you talk about the group of people discussing this story of Britney Spears. There's no, there's no one really sitting in the middle. You are either on one side that she's batshit crazy and she should be back in this conservatory or she's free, let her be, she's living her life. It's either that or it's that. There's no really in between. So here's the deal. Sam and Brittany have split. They're, they're headed for divorce. Sam, is, Sam announced it first. Um, he claims he's tired of the abuse. We've seen this. We saw this in TMZ. TMZ had their expose. At the end of it, they said it was coming. They said that there was calls to the house um, for these things. Um, 
Sam wants out. Um, a lot of people were out here. They're misinformed and they're out here saying, well, he's going to he's getting away with all this money. He isn't. He signed to marry her. He signed a prenup that he doesn't get nothing. He doesn't get anything. He got all her money while he was there with her. But he's he's walking away. He's going to get nothing. What he's probably going to get. He'll get some book offer or something for the one year he was with her. He'll get some crazy book offer, probably something somewhere around a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. But she's still in the partial conservatory. They may hit him with an NDA, just like they hit Kevin Federline. I saw somebody talking about Kevin Federline making all this money and this and that. And that. Kevin Federline didn't make any money. Kevin Federline was signed to an NDA, and Kevin Federline got child support. Why did Kevin Federline get child support? Because she, she couldn't have custody of her kids because she wasn't competent. So when everybody goes on and on and on and say her father was controlling and her father stole this and her father did that and her father, you're ignoring everything that went on in the court case of this whole thing. If Britney was fine, like all you hashtag free Britney people are claiming, then why did the courts quickly give Kevin Featherline Custody of the kids when they were born, when they were young. Why? Courts just don't give dads custody of kids, especially a Britney Spears who's famous, who makes a lot of money, who has a family support system at this time. Nobody would have gotten those kids unless there was a reason, and the courts had a damn good reason in regards to her mental health. If you watch the Netflix special. She was diagnosed with premature dementia. This is around the time that she was on um, How I Met Your Mother. She was still young. And to be diagnosed with premature, premature dementia is crazy. Now, shortly after this announcement of them heading for divorce, three days later, the weekend comes, this weekend comes, and Britney Spears is on Instagram at a chicken restaurant with no bra. Her, her sweater is tight as hell. And um, she's all over TMZ um, because of this sweater and no bra at the chicken spot. Then she posts on Saturday night that she's with a friend at his house hanging out with him. And he's on IG with her sniffing her legs and going up and sniffing up her breasts. And then in the most creepiest shot, it's her with four of the guys holding her up. And then after that, there's another video of her waking up. She's in, in a bed naked. Now, somebody said that the, the video of her in the bed was before that, but it's the way the person posts. It, you can have it happen. So it's, it's shown a certain way. The thing here is, is that one I don't know who is handling Britney's PR right now, but it's a train wreck. It's a train wreck. And to show her in that light, and now she's got the stripper pole in the house, and you know, and there's a reason why her kids don't want to go back to see her. It's sad. The whole story is sad. And that is the one thing that everybody does agree. They agree that it's sad. Um, but again, the Netflix and TMZ documentaries were extremely eye-opening to me um self-sabotage um there was a lot of things she did to self-sabotage her coming back out and doing tours when they wanted her to this is the other thing that people don't understand no, no venue no promoter is going to ensure a britney show or britney tour because britney self-sabotaged 
several shows. She didn't finish out the Vegas residency. She's a risk. You can't, you just, you can't, you can't take that risk. And when you watch Netflix, the Rolling Stone reporter outed her about this self-sabotaging where she's ready to do this and gets the press all ready to go and this and that. And then she pulls back and and cancels whatever she says she's going to do. And we've seen this on Instagram. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to church now, she says. Remember that on Instagram? I'm going to church. I'm changing my life, blah, 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 blah. Three weeks later, she's naked on a stripper pole <laughs> or whatever she was doing. Crazy stuff. So it's sad. Um, my prayers go out to her, her family. Um, Sam, he, he tried. He tried. And guess what? He was living the life. They was they they bought an island. They had a private island that they could fly to and go to. They were going all over. But he was having all this time with her. Guess what? He finally was like. She attacked him in the sleep. Blackened his eye. Cut up his arm. With scratches. And I seen the video. I seen the video on TMZ that the kids had posted that was taken down. They had the video of them in the car. And she was mad about she was mad with the kids about something. And this incident is what led to them telling Kevin that they don't want to go even see her anymore. And when you see the video, it's scary. It's scary. You ever see a video of somebody that you thought you knew, but when you see the video, it's not the person that you thought you knew. It's a completely different person. You don't know where this comes from. This is what this video is like. It's like when she had the incident in the restaurant and she was talking British and she has this thing when she gets anxiety attacks and things, she goes into this British persona and she begins to speak British and talk British. And this was one of the things that got her into the, cons into the conservatorship. She went for a mental thing, health evaluation, and she did the whole thing with this British talk. And when you read her book that's coming out, she complains and says, well, I was only kidding. I was only messing around. Um, I was I was I didn't think they were going to take that. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. Dr. Drew said it. It's part of bipolar manic depression when people switch and go into a different persona. It's textbook case study, bipolar, dementia. It's sad. It's sad. It's scary stuff. It's scary stuff. Um, <laughs> oh, man. It's about to get crazy. <laughs> it's about to get crazy for this holiday season. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I don't know why the maker of Uno gave in and did this. And this is the problem with this generation. This is the problem with everybody today. Rules are rules. And the problem with a lot of things today is that we have a lot of rules in place, but this generation and what's going on right now, if, if you have a group of people who complain and bitch enough, the rules get changed. And I hate that about society right now. I hate that about society right now. If you bitch and complain about the rules long enough, hard enough, or post about it on social media long and hard enough and have enough numbers, it, whatever it is, you're bitching or, or whatever you're doing is going to get changed. And people make knee-jerk reactions. So 
everybody was bullshit and pissed off about the rule in Uno where you stack draw twos or you stack whatever. And, I, and, and, and to me, some of the funniest moments with my friends and family in playing Uno is when you have somebody who's, you know, they call, you know how they are, they call Uno out, they got their cards, and they're like, Uno. And you know, you know, you know, they, they got their chest out, Uno, and they slam the card down. And then when it comes back around, that next person hits them with a draw two and stacks it. <laughs> and they draw two. Then the next person line does a, like a reverse <laughs> of the color of the draw two. <laughs> or, 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 you know, it gets crazy. It gets crazy. So some of the best moments is when you start stacking them draw twos on people. Love it. Well, let the battle begin. Because I'll tell you right now, the holidays are coming up. Somebody's going to break out these Uno cards. And somebody doesn't know the rule's going to be changed. And they're going to hit somebody with a draw two stack. And that person's going to know that the rule's been changed. And the first thing they're going to say is, yo, you can't, you can't drop that. Yeah, we've been dropping draw two for years. Pick your two up, bro. <laughs> nah, bro, the rule change. Nah, where, where'd the rule change, bro? I didn't see the. And here you go. <laughs> I'm going to challenge everybody out here. Everybody watching this show when the holidays come up. If you all find <laughs> a story about a family fight or a friend fight that breaks out because someone didn't know the rule change in Uno has happened. And it because because everybody records everything now, everything's viral, everything's on TikTok, everything's on Snapchat. So, you know, this is a new rule. We know that around like like Thanksgiving, this is going to probably pop around. Everybody's getting ready for back to school, September, back to school. You know, nobody's really going to think about this Uno rule. October's coming around, it's getting colder, but everybody's getting ready for, you know, Halloween and stuff. Let Thanksgiving come. That first family get together. You had your turkey, watch a little football, drink a little Hennessy, vodka, Chirac, or whatever. Yo, y'all want to play Uno? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> oh, Black Friday and Saturday is going to be full of TikTok videos of people fighting about the new, the new rule. Please, if you find it, Get it to me. I want to see him. I want to be laughing my ass off when people are fighting over this new rule. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Um, You all know me. I'm a fan of horror movies. I just got this trailer uh, this week from um, a movie company called Vertical. I never even heard of Vertical before. Um, and here's the funny thing and why I'm sharing this with you. The movie company is Vertical. The, the, the directors and producers of this film are the Russo brothers. The Russo brothers. Y'all know who the Russo brothers are, right? Marvel comic book movies, the Avengers. We know the Russo brothers for superhero movies. We really don't we really don't see the Russo brothers horror. You probably wouldn't even think of the Russo brothers as horror. Whenever somebody mentions Russo, you think of Hulk. You think of Captain America. You think of 
all the Marvel characters. But now, this is going to change your mind, people. I'm going to show you this trailer. And I, I'm impressed. The Russo brothers are delving and diving straight into the horror genre with all fun and games. Check it out. Let me know how you feel in the chat. Here we go. Nothing. Oh, dude, it's Pete. Oh, my gosh. My brother thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> Here in Salem, they didn't teach us all our history. Some stories got lost along the way. Maybe if they had taught us everything that happened, my brother would have left that knife where he found it. I will play. I won't quit. You know what I think we should do right now? Go to the party. Come on, let's go. If you play with me, then I'll let you go to your party, and I won't call mom. Okay, Joe. What game do you want to play? I'm not playing Duck Duck Goose. Just humor him. You'll all say, I will play. I won't quit. Tell me, demon. Am I it? Morgus? Let's play. Marcus. Are you ready to play hide and seek? Marcus, why do you have that knife? Five. Why are you doing this? Four. Three. Two. Go. What is going on? It's not him. It's the knife. Found you. Hey, buddy, you're just messing with us, right? How about some hangman? It only ends when it wins. What if we win? Only one way to find out. I will play. I won't quit. What's happening? I will play. Morgan! I won't quit. I will play. I won't quit. Let's play a new game. Russo brothers, oh, ho, ho, ho. coming at you, coming at you, Russo brothers, tearing it up, boy, I, I got to see this, this is coming out, I got to check it out, I'm going to see this movie, going to see this movie, also, in the new trailers, I got three trailers this week, new trailers, Killer Bean, how many of y'all remember Killer Bean, it's one of the first things that when the internet was kind of taking off and going viral, there was this animated CGI called Killer Bean back in the day, way back, like when my kids were mad little. And it came out like after the Matrix. And it was it was big. It was huge. It was supposed to be this movie coming out. It was supposed to be this big thing. And then all of a sudden, we didn't hear about Killer Bean. There was like three Killer Bean animated things on YouTube. It was all over the place. And then it just went silent. All of a sudden, I open up my thing and I get this thing from Killer Bean because I've been following Killer Bean like forever, but never got anything from him in like years. All of a sudden, I got it. The official trailer. 
Killer Bean, the official video game based on this hit CGI animated cartoon that was like one of the first viral things on the internet many, many years ago. Here it is, your sneak peek at Killer Bean, the video game. Killer Bean video game. And here's what I'm going to do right now. I'm actually going to share the Killer Bean YouTube page so you guys can go and check out Killer Bean from its original first CGI movie that was from many, many years ago. Um, that was just this viral hit. Here we go. I'm going to share it right here in the chat. And you guys can check that out. Um, for my last trailer of the night to show you guys is me, uh, Call of Duty. <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 comes out this November. New zombie mode, new store campaign mode. And guess who's back? Oh, 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 oh man. Guess who's Back. I'm not going to ruin it. I'm just going to drop this trailer. Triarch is on board. Here we go. The reveal trailer for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Here we go. We need to roll under the radar to get this done. Let's make sure they don't see the sunrise. You're coming. 
two missiles incoming. If you are there, get out. Let's kill civilians. Visual on target. We need medevac now. You want a world war? edition and get the nemesis operator pack and the fate weapon falls the season one black cell bundle with 50 tier skips and more so if you guys were paying attention to that video first of all no russian when you saw this attack on the plane no russian anybody who plays call of duty you 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 hear or see no russian your PTSD kicks in. <laughs> I'm, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. If you play Call of Duty out here, let me know. Look, your PTSD clicks in when you hear no Russian. That was, the, that was a level that made Call of Duty historic. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget the no Russian. You, when you got that game... Call of Duty, that Modern Warfare. And when you put that disc in, you got that disclaimer asking you if you were okay with violent images. And it was one of these things like, wow, damn, I never I never had that pop up in a video game before, ever. What, what, what's this all about? And then that no, <laughs> that no Russian level hit. <laughs> And gamers were on their phones calling each other. People were like, whoa. Some people couldn't even do it. Like they was like, whoa, am I am I really supposed to do this? Like, like, am I really supposed to? People were torn. People were torn. If you don't know what it is, and you and you never played Call of Duty, what it was was the no Russian. The Russians were trying to start a world war. And they were trying to make it look like the Americans did a terrorist attack in a, in a Russian airport. And what they did was, is that the Russian forces, before they did this, they all said no Russian. They were telling that this squad, no Russian. And then they walked in the airport and you just start, you, the mission starts and your job is to just kill innocent people in this airport. And they're running all over the place and you just shoot everybody, just kill everybody in this level. And it look I, PTSD that that gave me PTSD, that level. That was a historic level to a game ever. Um, if you're watching the show on the recorded, still drop in the chat. Let me know your thoughts on the, the, the original first no Russian level, what your thoughts were when you first played that game. Let me know. Was it was it tough for you? Because it was. I ain't gonna lie. It was tough for me, but you had to do it. You had to do it. <laughs> also in the entertainment booth, Marvel VFX artists have voted to unionize. Right now, everybody's on strike. The fact that Marvel VFX artists are not part of the union is crazy to me. Marvel movies have their success has been built on the VFX. 
It's been built. Endgame. Endgame was the VFX and Endgame was so good that it had people crying in the movie theater. Don't lie. Don't lie. When you went and seen Endgame and you heard on your left and the, the opened up and everybody started coming through. Come on, you you was like, what? What? The VFX artists should have been unionized a long time ago. I'm glad to see them unionized. That means they're going to get the proper pay that they probably should be getting, that they probably weren't getting. Because you go back to some great-ass moments in Marvel movies, and some of them are the some of the greatest VFX scenes. The whole scene in the Avengers, when, 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 when Banner shows up, on the motorcycle, and there's a full-blown war with the aliens going on, and Banner comes up on that motorcycle, and they said, hey, you, you probably want to get angry, and he looks back and he says, here's the thing, I'm always angry, and he changes into the Hulk and punches, come on, son, the VFX has always been on point, always been on point for Marvel, pay them, thank God they're unionized. Also, uh, in the sports booth, Little League World Series tonight, California will take on Smithfield, Rhode Island. If Smithfield, Rhode Island beats California tonight, they will advance. So all of us are sitting here with clapping, with prayers, going out, Smithfield, Rhode Island, Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, New England. Let's go. Let's take this. Let's take this. So we'll know. Um, because this is this is I think it's seven o'clock out there. So um or or no, it's actually here. I think that it's here on the East Coast in Pennsylvania. So that game is actually probably already started. Um and if they advance, they'll be going on to the next step of the Little League World Series. Um this past Saturday was UFC 292. <laughs> oh, man. Man, oh, man, oh, man. My man Sugar O'Malley on the right-hand side there with the red hair. Yo, Sugar O'Malley has been a beast coming up the ranks. And my man Sterling, he's held that belt for a minute. They came into Boston. Sugar O'Malley took that belt in the second round with a TKO. Strikes. <laughs> Sugar, I'm going to predict that Sugar's going to hold this for a minute. I think Sugar's going to hold this for a minute. The man's a beast. He talks shit and he backs it up. Talks shit, backs it up. Uh, if you were watching the preseason game last week with the Green Bay Packers, uh, just as the fourth quarter opened up and started, wide receiver Isaiah Bolden took a hit from a shoulder and was down, wasn't moving. Scary. And when he went down, both teams was calling for medical help. And when you see that, you know it's bad. It's bad. Um, they went to several commercials. They wouldn't show the replay. And um, the game ends. The game ends. I'm going to talk about how it ended in a second. But Isaiah Bolden um, actually was released from the hospital, flew home with the team um, the next day. Um, and then he had posted on his social media that he was okay, thanked everybody, and said he would be, you know, back at back at it. Um, but it was it was a super scary moment. Now Belichick is getting praise 
from Matthew Slater. Now, Matthew Slater is the rep for the NFL Players Union for those on the field during the time of the game. Um, so when this happened, it was like, I, I want to say it was like 11 minutes to go in the fourth quarter of this preseason game. And the game was already chipper as it was because uh, these two teams had had practices all week long out there in Green Bay. They had been at one another. Um, that There was a couple of moments during the game where they had to get kind of control of this game because um, guys were getting really chipper um, and they had to reel it in. Um, Belichick actually got with the head coach of Green Bay and then they pulled over Matt Slater and, you know, Belichick said, we need to end this. And Belichick downplays it. He says it wasn't his decision. He says the decision came from up top. Um, Matt Slater, Matt, Matt, Matthew Slater says it was Belichick's initiative. Um, but that's just the type of guy that Belichick is. He's not taking credit for it. Um, it really set the tone. And there's a couple of things here. Points that I want to bring up about this, though. Um, the first point is, is that Belichick doing this, it made a huge impact in the locker room. Trust and believe me. Matthew Slater said it went over big in the locker room. Belichick did this, and guess what? You got a roster that will have 53 guys on it, Then I'm pretty sure after him doing what he did, these 53 players that they finally pick will go probably to hell and back with Belichick right now. So that right there sets kind of the tone for the season. Belichick just, if he, if you wanted something to get guys to buy into you as a head coach, you just did it. You just did it. They bought in. They bought in. And I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be solid all season with these guys. It sets a tone. Number two, the scary thing here for me is, is that, yeah, it's a preseason. Yeah, that's why they stopped it. Yeah, this is that. But is this something we are going to see in a regular season game? And it worries me. Because I've already tossed around my... I've put on my, my tinfoil hat at times when it comes to professional sports. And, you know, sometimes I talk about the possibility of sports, professional sports being fixed for making money for elitists. I've talked about this on this show. I've teetered and teased it. The thing here is, is that betting is getting huge across the country worldwide. Betting online, betting in certain states, it's getting huge. It's getting so huge that we've now got teams in Vegas, a place where professional sports, at one time it said, at one time, sports had said there would never be a team, a professional team in Vegas, because why? They didn't want that connection of sports to the biggest gambling hub in, the, in, in this country. They didn't want that. Now you've got a whole NFL team there. You got a whole NHL team there. You're going to have a baseball team there. You've got players being suspended for betting on themselves. You have a whole UFC school that was banned from the UFC because they were training their guys, making them look good 
in training sessions, but throwing fights because they were betting on the loss and the upsets. And now you have the ability that if you have a serious injury, you can now end the game. And guess what, people? It don't it it don't even have to be more than one. It really only has to be just like it was with the Buffalo game last year. Right? That was a big game. That was a playoff contention game. The betting for that game was off the Richter scale. Off the Richter scale, the betting was for that game. Demar Hamlin goes down. That game is called. They don't replay it. Vegas makes a ton off of that game. A ton off that one game. So think about it, people. Think about it. Think about where we're headed. Because I'm keeping my eye out to see if we have a game this year with an injury and, and then it gets canceled or it gets re you know rescheduled or whatever because Vegas is going to make out and you ain't going to be able to do a damn thing about it because when you place your bets it tells you so keep an eye on it 10 minutes to go in the show Patrick Mahomes scary moment and I wouldn't wish this on anybody Him, him and his wife they had to rush their 8 month old son to the hospital why? peanut allergy Peanut allergy. It's got to be the scariest thing, people. It's got to be the most scariest thing. Here you are, your eight-month-old kid, and now everything's viral, you know. So you're like, oh, let's give my let's give our kid his first peanut butter and jelly sandwich and see how his face is if he likes it or whatever. And you give your kid, and bam, that's scary. Peanut allergies and, and, and anaphylactic shock is is a scary thing. It's a scary thing. So my prayers go out to him. I'm glad they got their child to the hospital, um, and now he's aware. But guess what? Now they got a, now they got a peanut safety house up. Um, and it's usually you know I hope Patrick. It looks like Patrick ain't getting no uh, Skippy and, and Jiff endorsements anytime soon in his house because he ain't gonna be able to get any deliveries of peanut butter to his house. Um, Ritz crackers, nothing there, man. That's it. I've always, I always like when when I see people with peanut allergies, I feel so sorry for them because I love peanut butter. I, I'm like, man, you can't even have a Reese's, bro. <laughs> and I, I love my Reese's peanut butter cups. Put them in the freezer. The fact that I, I want to just hug somebody when somebody says they got a peanut allergy and you look at them, and you know, they can't have a Reese's peanut butter cup. Bring it in. Bring it in. <laughs> oh, man, that's how I am. I'm, I'm I feel for them. Uh, Spain upset England. In the FIFA World Cup for women, one to nothing in the fourth quarter, one goal shocker, Spain upsets England. And guess what, people? 
for all you uh, people out there who are trying to say the USA lost because they was woke. <laughs> well, I guess England was woke. That's why they lost 1-0 to Spain. No. Sports Illustrated had wrote, before this FIFA World Cup opened up, Sports Illustrated covered this World Cup, and they said, this is the most talented field of teams in the history of FIFA World Cup for women. They said it. The threat was there. And six of the nine best teams were sent home. Upset and were sent home. And then one of the best lost in the title game to an underdog. So stop it with your wokeness stuff. Blaming everything on being woke. Just... Just stop doing that. Stop. Stop doing that. Uh, also in the sports booth, NASCAR World Series, William Byron took home his fifth win of the season. This time at Watkins Glen on the road course. His first time racing the road course, and he wins on the road course. And we're going to be talking about this on Drafting the Circuits tomorrow night because William Byron is this guy that when he won his first race, everybody talked about how he really didn't get into the seat until like he was 15 or 16. He spent all his time racing sim racing and console, console racing. So they were making jokes, and everybody said, ah, oh, that's a fluke. It's just a fluke. He'll never win another race this season. He's got five. <laughs> He's got five. And we got a whole movie that just came out called Gran Turismo based on a kid who now races because he won a contest playing Gran Turismo on Sony PlayStation. And he became a professional racer. And he's been racing up until 2013. I think 2020 was his last test race. So... <sighs> Times are changing. Times are changing. Five minutes to go. Biden bombshells. Oh, no. Hold on. Also in the sports booth, and the story isn't coming up, and I don't know why. Let me see if I can get this to come up. Let me just see if I can get this to come up, because um, I want to be able to share the stories with you. And I'm going to blink, blink, blast through these again. And let me see, because I don't want to miss out on this story, because it's a very important story. There we go. Shikari Richardson is back. <laughs> Shikari Richardson, remember she got pulled because of smoking marijuana. That she took, oh, we're not going to go back to all this, but she finally took her place to compete in the world championships. <laughs> and here are the results. Price deliver. She's got a good start, but watch Sharika Jackson. Sharika Jackson, is she just going to do it? Oh, on the near side, right at the end. They were getting ready from nowhere in lane nine. It's an incredible performance from Shikari Richardson. Richardson came through like a rocket in lane nine. Her first global final, and she tastes gold. The iconic five times champion was stunned. Richardson needed a better start than she got in the semis. And she came through in fine style. And maybe, just maybe, 
being in lane nine was the best thing that could have happened to her for that final. 10-65, that is outstanding. Lyles took the men's title. Richardson has stormed, stormed to the women's title. Shakari is back. Shakari is back. Woo! You see that from lane nine? You see that? <laughs> even the announcer didn't even see her. She came up so fast. She thought they thought Shakira Jackson was gonna get that. And Shakari came out of nowhere. Boom! World champion. I believe that was also a record set in the hundred meter. Big up to her. And now we'll be able to get ready to see her in the Olympics. And just when you thought that was fast, <laughs> we got another segment this week of Are You Serious? Are you serious? While Shakari Richardson is running the 100 meter in 10.6 seconds. Uh, uh, oh, oh man Remember this name people <laughs> Remember this name Max Park Remember it Seconds, Max Park, Rubik's Cube, 3.13 seconds. It's a new world's record. Are you serious? <laughs> I remember the days of cheating and, and switching the stickers. <laughs> this dude just did the Rubik's Cube in 3.13 seconds. Max Park. Damn. Oh, man. Minute to go. Biden bombshells. For all y'all was talking crap about uh, Biden this and Biden that and mouth. Lighten up, Francis. Lighten up, Francis. Lighten up. They gave him the okay. Everything was set. The resources were available. Biden showed up on Monday just as it was planned uh, to tour and meet with the wildfire survivors. Uh, he toured the damages. FEMA is, has already been there. They've already been issuing monies, um, funds, all that's been going out. Uh, so please don't listen to all these people who said that the people there aren't getting anything. It's a humongous misinterpretation. You can go right to the FEMA website and the FEMA website lists out daily what is going out to them. Uh, donations and things of that sort being accepted everywhere. Um, judge dismisses Hunter Biden's misdemeanor tax charges. Democrats don't get all happy. <laughs> Republicans don't get all mad. MAGA group don't get all mad. It's being dismissed because 
again, we had that other charge that wasn't figured out and agreed upon. So in order for them to progress and open up this new case, the misdemeanor tax charges have to be dismissed so they can restart this whole thing up again. I'm going to table that and we'll discuss that on first Tuesdays. But other than that, got to get ready to get out of here, get you guys up and going. And uh, whoa, what's going on here? I uh, got to thank you guys for coming on the show, hanging out with me, tuning in with me, loving you guys, just being on here week after week after week after week after week after week after week. And uh, hopefully, hopefully I can get some more beanies for you guys. Hopefully we will. Um, these are the shows I produce. She Talks Football Podcast, Draft in the Circuits, Oscar Mike Radio, Fubar Studios, the Triangle Offense Podcast, Maddie C Sports, Talk Back with Gloria Shea, and of course, The Booth, which you're watching. Um, Platinum City Gaming, every NFL football game, 75 Cent Wings. I might have to go down there and test that. Uh, also, Mickey's Gaming Lounge, 18 Plus, Late Pajama Night, actually is this Friday, 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. They're going to have cupcakes there, so maybe you want to go and check that out. Also, Community Fun Fest, Bounce House, Dunk Tank. That's going to be August 26th at Christ Congregational Church, 1350 Pleasant Street, Brockton. I didn't get tongue twisted there. And uh, Maria Vieira Fundraiser takes place August 26th at 1040 Main Street at the Pyramid Lounge. Uh, you want to make sure to head down there and support this event uh, for Maria Vieira. Um T. Gunner is on this show on the 29th. You want to check him out next Tuesday, but he has an event coming up on September 8th. It's a party with T. Gunner and friends. Food and drink specials all night long. Sounds by DJ Roulette and DJ Esports. Make sure to hit him up for tickets. And again, T. Gunner will be on this show next week, Tuesday night, the 29th of August. Also, Jamal Brathwaite, he has his campaign fundraiser coming up Thursday, September 14th. And Homeland Heroes is hosting an event, Ryan's Ride, on September 9th, Saturday. Tickets are $25. Live music, scenic ride on the seacoast. And the pink out has been announced October 21st, 2023, 12 to 5. This year, it's at the VFW on 283 North Quincy Street. And here we go. Here's my segment of the show. The election's coming up. And I have different various politicians who are sending me their banners to make sure you vote. And it doesn't matter who you vote for. Make sure you're informed and make sure you vote. But these are the people who want to make sure that you realize that September 19th and November 7th are the two days to vote for the primary and your final. Jamal Brathwaite, he's running for Brockton City Councilor at Lodge. We also have Jean Bradley, Duran Court. He's going to be on this show Next week, actually, he's going to be on the show next Tuesday. He's running for Counselor at Lodge. Steve Hook, who's been on this show a couple of times, also was out there assessing that tornado damage yet again. Um, he's running for Counselor at Lodge. John C. Williams, who is voting for mayor. And just recently added, Jamie Hodges is running for Ward 2 School Committee, making sure all children have a voice. And also coming up, the Greek Food Festival. Oh, my God. One of Brockton's best events, the Greek Food Festival. It's a nice way to end and head into fall. The food. Look, when I see Greek Food Festival, only one word hits me: baklava. 
that's that's it. Alex <laughs> Baklava. That's all I got to say. September 14th to the 17th, Thursday, 11 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 11 to 11, Sunday, 12 to 6. And don't make me head up there and get some baklava at 10.59 before bed to have with my coffee. Trust and believe me, I will do some stuff like that. Uh, Remy TV has announced her 2024 Influencer Awards on this show, but there is a date, May 18th, 2024. I got to thank Everybody who's been out there and nominating Sinister One Productions, I didn't want people to just nominate the booth because I do a lot of shows and I feel like Sinister One Productions should be nominated. So if I win, everybody wins. Simple as that. Uh, Viana Marie, pictured here in the Kimberly Ann Empowerment Photography. Make sure to book your session with her. And again, I want to thank everybody for coming on this show, hanging out with me, Doing whatever needs to be done to get this show done. I thank everybody in the chat. And um, I want to make sure everybody tunes in next week. We got a good show coming up next week. Uh, we're going to be closing out August and get ready to head into September. And then we're going to be, Jesus, winding out the year. It's going to get crazy. So, again, thank you everybody for tuning in the show, hanging out with me. And SpongeBob, do me a favor, take us home. See you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to The Booth on Hoobazoo and HatcherRadio.com. Please follow the Facebook page and subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. The Booth is a Sinister One production hosted by Sinister One. I've got to start hanging out with friends that are a little more intelligent and understand politics and stuff. It's just that I'm up on this level up here and all my friends are down here. Me, nah. You guys, nah. Maybe a little more down, down in here. Screw you guys, I'm going home. I smoke, I drink, I do my thing. These bitches hating, so you know I got to make it plain. Don't do cocaine with your chick, my main. We stick together, true forever, yeah, you know we bang. I miss those days, which was easy. If only I made it, no repeat. Now that I done upgraded, I've been upstate, but y'all think I'm playing. And I got a hit now for these weak ass hoes who think I ain't slaying. Try me, try me, and I'll probably end up laughing, cause I never back down. I'm that chick with a clean ass whip. I don't need that shit, I got my own now. I get hurt, I get tired of fussing, fighting, guess I gotta crack down. Don't mess with me, cause on everything, I'ma have to bring the whole city out. W-H-O-O-B-A-Z-O-O-N-A-T-O-B-A-Z-O-B-A-Z-O-B-A-Z-O-B-A-Z-O-B-A-Z-O-B-A-Z-O-B-A-Z-O-B-A-Z-O